Well, here we go um, with an interesting story, a, a hopeful story. It's unfortunate that we even have to think about something like this, but uh, the fact of the matter is we do. We, we talk about, and certainly they've grown in numbers, hate crimes. And uh, I'm happy to say that Macomb County Prosecutor Pete Lucido has uh, done all the right things to get the attention of the Justice Department and uh, has become one of only 16 nationwide recipients this year as part of an annual grant program. And he will now put in the coffers and put to good use about $800,000 in a grant to battle hate crimes. Prosecutor Lucido, welcome back to the Paul W. Smith Focus Show. Thank you, and I appreciate the words of compliment on the good deeds that we're doing here in the Macomb County Prosecutor's Office. So your first question will probably be, why did you think you needed to open up a hate crime unit when you basically took office? And uh, my answer, when you smell smoke and start to see smoke, you know the fire is coming. (laughs) And before it comes, looking at the national statistics that the FBI has reported, we are showing that from 2022, um, that would be the ending year, but from 2018 through 22, we have had over 13,000 hate crimes nationwide, as well as about half of those crimes are juvenile or K through college related. Now that's telling me something. It's a learned behavior that somebody has regarding hatred. It's a learned behavior. That's what the psychologists and psychiatrists say. The number one place that hate crimes happen is in the homes around the communities. The second place it happens is is on the road with road rage. The third place that's most common location is in the schools, K through college. So we should start teaching our students and mothers and fathers or guardians teach those children that hate will never be accepted. It's a shame that they are, I guess, driving force of racial, nationality, sex orientation, and gender orientation. In Michigan, uh, one of the senators that I used to serve with up there just expanded the Elliott Larson Act. And by doing so, including gender base, I'm saying to you right now, there's going to have to be some laws to backstop, because they're not on the books, backstop those gender-based hate crimes that are occurring all over. And we've got a lot in Macomb because of the diversity we have. It's one of the most diverse counties in the state. And we're underreporting these, and I'll tell you why. It's because police officers don't always have the knowledge of what is a hate crime. They do know what ethnic intimidation is. That's easy. That's a two-year felony, and that's if you're going ahead on somebody's ethnicity or, better yet, their national origin. So let's get it right the first time. Yes, I'm very proud that we were one of 16 states in 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 the nation to receive this kind of grant funding based on the statistical data that we provided and based on the region that we live in, I will tell you this. I will train police officers what a hate crime looks like 
and how they can identify it. Because this last week we had hate crimes that actually are taking heed. Uh, we had an Indian gentleman jump a curb, run over grass, and actually strike a pedestrian. Thank God the man lived and was citing racist comments in doing this and ethnic intimidation. So we did charge on that one. We had another gentleman in a store open to the public, 41-year-old white male yelling racial slurs and telling a black family that he was going to kill them and holding knives out of his hands. Hmm. Just this last week, a 56-year-old white male went ahead and was sentenced to 38 months to six years in prison for yelling racial slurs and firing shots at a black man in Warren. And he was convicted by a jury in November. When's it going to stop and how did it start? That's what I like to hear from the listeners. What are we going to do about it? How do we get this into the homes and how do we go ahead and Make the students understand we are living in a melting pot like my grandparents came over here from a foreign country like most grandparents did or parents. And we have to be sensitive to how people live and how we live among them here. And I I can tell you this, the diversity that is happening in our universities should be a good indication of you should already learn how to live with one another before you get there. Because every school that I'm looking at, and Macomb County has the second largest school district in the state. First is the Wayne County or Detroit School District, public schools. Second is Macomb. We are already in a diverse situation, and we need to get it, I guess, brought to the forefront. Enough is enough. There is no room for hatred and no tolerance for hatred here in Macomb County. Well, Pete, I have to say in my 55 years of maybe 56 years now of being a radio talk show host or being on the radio, that is the first time a guest has asked himself the first question and the longest answer to his first question that I've ever had. I was going to say, what's my second question? But I don't have time for that. So I'll get to my second question. And that is, you said you have to teach police officers to know what a hate crime is. Why would that be? We have no laws on it in the state of Michigan, none. And because of the expansion of Elliot Larson as it relates to gender, we have to go ahead and have, and the the state legislature is now putting those bills through, backstopping those because a two-year ethnic intimidation does not meet, nor can a jury instruction be had on ethnic intimidation is not gender orientation. Got it? That's the difference. Ethnic intimidation deals with somebody's natural origin or their own race. It goes into those. But this new law that expanded Elliot Larson that was put on the civil books is gender orientation. So therefore, they're trying to go ahead and catch up to the federal law that's already on the books. And I'm hoping that that passes quickly so that we have a law that can go ahead and mirror our federal statutes to go ahead and take care of the business of the people. So is there a, a, wouldn't there be just a crime that happens that the police have to uh, pay attention to and respond to, and then it's decided later if that's a hate crime or not? 
100%. If somebody takes and spray paints a garage or damages property or goes ahead and beats somebody up because of the color of their skin or their ethnicity or any of those other things gender, that are covered. national gender, origin, right, color, religion, racial, all everything. that stuff. Yeah. If but they, they would arrest them first. They would arrest them first because of the laws they broke the, to do all those things you just mentioned. And then you decide if it was, in fact, based on all of these things we just talked about and then be officially a hate crime. You you created the Hate Crimes Unit in 2022. You've been working on this a while. We have, and we have gotten the funding. See, the problem is we've had some hate crimes that came along, and it dealt with, like you said, destruction of private property. It could go ahead and got assault or felonious assault if they held a weapon to somebody. But if you're calling somebody out and hurting them because of any other things, including gender orientation and or damaging their property, we don't have a law for that yet. And we're gearing up now to start the training program with the police and reaching out to the community. Macomb County Prosecutor Pete Lucida uh, accepting the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. hate crime program grant of $800,000 from the Department of Justice uh, the, through the Bureau of Justice Assistance, funding a principal trial attorney, Patrick Coletta, and conducting other efforts for the next uh, four years, uh, according to you, Peter Lucido. Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Good to talk to you again. Take care and be careful out there, everybody. A little slippery, a little snowy, uh, still snowing in some areas. Now, I know Rich has said it's uh, stopped primarily in the areas he's looking at or covering, but I can tell you, still snowing uh, quite a bit in the points, for example, right now. Coming up, Mark Royce, president of General Motors, with a lot of good news. We'll share that up next here with Paul W. Smith in Focus.